Hello, and welcome to And We Got Older, a video game podcast because we wanted to. I'm Kobe McGraw. I'm Andrew Evans. It's February 22nd, 2022, and this episode has us sharing our thoughts on the game's Vampire Survivors, Lost Ark, Hunt Showdown, and more. Let's rock. Hey, Andrew. Andrew. Oh shit! Sorry. Hey, <laughs> hey, Kobe. How's it going? There you are. Hey, I'm doing well. I uh, yeah, I muted myself. <laughs> I, I accidentally pulled both the sounds down, not just the song. Nice. Well, welcome um, back. From thank the you. Void. It's good to be back. Yeah. Thank you. The void was terrifying. <laughs> um, how's it going? What you been up to? I, I've been well. It's uh, it's been nice. Uh, trying out some games here and there that. I've been meaning to get to and try out some good, um, a little bad, but uh, it's been good. How about you? Pretty much the same. Um, just been getting getting around to playing some things that I've uh, had on my list, and um, also some good, some bad. Nice. Well, um, what's the uh, first one that you have for us? Um, so I finally f- played through and finished unpacking. Nice. By uh, Witchbeam. This is uh, I didn't realize they were a team out of uh, Australia. Oh, I didn't know that either. That's cool. Yeah, they've only put out one other game so far. It looks like some twin six shooter called Assault Android Cactus. <laughs> That's a good name. Uh, it, it looks like something that I would probably like. So I'm I'm gonna look into that too. <laughs> but um, for anyone unfamiliar with unpacking, it's it's a game about uh, unpacking. It's kind of presented from an isometric position, and it's like a kind of a pixel art style. And the attention to detail is just fucking incredible. Like, so much. Like you'll be un- unpacking like DVDs and uh, video games and stuff, and it's just like a fucking GameCube copy of Mario Kart. You're just like, yep, that's Mario Kart. Yeah. That lo- looks just like it. Um, Donnie Darko cover also mm-hmm. stuck out. All to the me. movie like covers. I think I pointed out the Matrix. In there, yes, um, so really good ones. Like it's so it's good. good, and I like the fact that it changes over time with that as well. Like the movies you keep, um, like yeah. Donnie Darko disappeared. Like I, I kept my eye on that throughout the entire game of like where it was in the in the collection of things you're bringing with you over the time period, and it's interesting to see what stays and what goes. Yeah, definitely. Um, I you know one thing I kind of wanted from unpacking that i didn't get was i i wish it was a little like a tiny bit more freeform with where you can place stuff like there'd be times where i'd want to put like a figure in the bathroom or something like that mm-hmm. and you just couldn't do it Isn't i mean i know there, there's like, an option setting? at the end okay. yeah yeah at, 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 at the end i think it lets you go crazy with kind of decorating however you feel like okay but, um, there were times where i'd be like where the fuck does this thing go mm-hmm. or like what even is this thing like, like uh, <laughs> you had to get like the right angle for like to like figure out what it actually is and like where to place it right right like the incense burner for some reason like fucked me up i was just like what the fuck is this thing i don't know what this is (laughs) what are these sticks what the fuck where does this go but uh i i loved also seeing the the way items had wear and tear over time Mm -hmm. like her pig that she brought with her from house to house was so great it's a good pig and um and i loved at the end when she unpacked where when you're unpacking your girlfriend's box and she has a stuffed animal too that's like also right down yeah i put them 
next to each other, of course. Me too. To. <laughs> little achievement pop up. Right. Um, I played this on Game Pass also, so I got all those nice, satisfying Ooh, Xbox achievement sounds. And I think the game had a really nice uh, just sound design for that stuff like that too. Yeah, Even in how so you're much. like placing down um, objects and stuff like that. Like the amount of different shit they must have had to record for like this is a fucking game case on a wooden counter this is it on the floor this is it on the couch you know it like everything has like a nice like thud or like snap yeah there's so much variety put in I, place. I, think I remember reading an article about like the thousands of sounds they had to record or make up wow. or something it's crazy amount yeah lots of detail that sounds about right soundtrack's also really nice too just very chill and um have a lot of like swelling kind of emotional tracks that I really dug a lot. Just really good music to unpack to. Right. Um, I love that this game was not super long either. It's like knows exactly what it wants to be and is that, and then it's over. Yeah. It doesn't overstay. It's welcome at all. It's, it's in and out, you know, that's yeah. what I like. Perfect. I, I don't, I don't think I'd change anything about it. Um, good game. Very good game. Especially if Very you have Game, game Pass. It's like, definitely it's just no play brainer. that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I also got into Lost Ark, which is a... It's not a new MMORPG, but it's it's new to the North America and EU regions. It's originally released in South Korea in 2019, end of 2019. But um, just came out February 11th here, published by Amazon. And... I don't know. I, did I talk about New World at all on this podcast? I feel I like you did. I did. I probably at least mentioned it. But yeah, Amazon's releasing of New World was pretty fucked up. And uh, this is uh, this this game has broken a lot of records. It's uh, within 24 hours of its release, it was the second most played game on Steam. Wow. And the Steam charts peaked at like uh, just over 1.3 million concurrent players. It's wild. Which is a lot of fucking people. I, I, I don't really understand like where the buzz for this started, but I think up uh, about a year up until now, kind of everyone's been kind of gassing this game up to me. Saying, oh, Lost Ark, when that gets an NA release, that's going to be the fucking game. It's so good. It's perfect for everybody. Blah, blah, blah. Um, but it's... Uh, it's it's not it's not I, I, don't, I don't like it i don't like it at all oh no but um lost ark <laughs> so it's an mmo arpg so it's it's played from an isometric p- perspective as well kind of diablo-esque click to move click to attack you've got abilities that you're firing off to um it's kind of more I, more mmo than it is arpg it doesn't feel like is as much like exploding loot and like interesting gear to pick through and stuff like that as you do in a Diablo or like a Path of Exile. Mm-hmm. But um, another thing that I thought was strange was this game starts you at level 10. And, it starts um, at level 10? Yeah, it starts at level 10. You just spawn in level 10. You make your character, you spawn in your level 10. Oh, also classes in this game are all gender locked. So if you want to be a female berserker, get fucked loser because this is a <laughs> korean mmorpg and you are gonna be a big fucking dude um but yeah so it starts you at level 10 and it, you just immediately pick an advanced class so like i started as a warrior right 
and uh, wanted to be a berserker. And the very first thing I do is I like run up this little path and then I am met with a cutscene where you pick between your advanced class and you can try each one out. So warrior has the option between berserker, paladin, and gun lancer. And uh, you can like test them out and use all their abilities. But like, dude, you pick, you know, you want to try out Berserker. It plops you down in this like insane looking armor. You can like spawn like a, a monster to fight or whatever just to test your abilities out. But you have eight fucking abilities at the very beginning of the game. Like you literally just started ran down this thing. You've got eight abilities on your hotbar already. That's so much like it's overwhelming. Like to start. Yeah. Out with I'm like, that. what happened? What the fuck happened to the front trunk of this game? Lost so arc, I like, like the lost act, right? <laughs> lost the first fucking 10 levels somewhere. Yeah. Where the fuck did they go? Uh, so I dug through Reddit and um, I eventually found that I guess the NA and EU audiences just didn't like the first 10 levels, so they just got rid of them. Oh my God. Um, so I don't understand why. I mean, what's the fucking point of having a base class anyway? If the very first thing you're going to do is pick your advanced class, just let me pick my fucking advanced class from the character select screen and just call it just a class. It's, we're not advancing from shit. <laughs> wow, that's strange. Um, super strange. But, uh, you know, the Berserker has a spin to win. That's, that's one of my favorite abilities. If I, if I can spin around or pull somebody, those are the, th- those are the things that I look for. Okay. Um, this game is just your typical... The, the story is kind of just your typical you're the chosen one bullshit. Like, the, the voice acting is not very good. And it adds to kind of how boring and nothing the story feels like. It, like, it, it just feels kind of generic and lifeless. Like, like... It, it, it's you just you're not really doing shit you're just clicking on one quest giver and then going to the next one in a linear path from map to map to map leveling up like the, the very first thing you do is you get to a place called the forgotten lands and it's like this little like beachfront area and then there's a quest giver i have to talk to you right so i talk to this quest giver and it's like hi welcome to the world uh you gotta equip a new weapon and so it like just for talking to this quest giver, it gives me a new weapon. Um, it's a item level 60 sword. The item level sword that I have on me is 50. I just got here. I haven't used my sword a single fucking time. And I'm already replacing it with something else that's just like a teeny bit better. Jeez. A- another red flag. Just just mm-hmm. kind of fucking weird. Like, what's the point? Don't even give me a sword in the first place. Like, I didn't even get to swing it at anything. So... Replace your sword, um, and then you kind of you you get into the combat. The combat feels good in this game. It, it's, yeah, it's pretty nice. It looks nice. fun. Like the things I've seen from it, some clips I've saw, it's like this looks uh, at least it looks cool while you're playing. Yeah, it. yeah. It, it it's got that like shiny um, kind of Korean MMO thing that it's got going for it, but it, it, the, the combat is genuinely very good. If you, if you satisfying, the abilities feel good to hit, you are like fucking stuff up and, um, that's great, but it kind of feels just pointless for this portion of the game. Like all of the, like, it doesn't matter what abilities I'm pressing. They're just all like a variation of do damage or some of them will like pick them up in the air and slam them back on the ground or do, you know, different, 
a dash move in between it or something like that. And I could see how this is all going to be great for when I'm doing high level dungeons or fighting bosses and stuff like that. And you need to actually like think about using all your abilities and everything. Right. But the leveling process for this game requires none of that thought whatsoever. You literally can just stroll through and just press whatever fucking buttons you want. And you're going to roll through all of these mobs. No big mm-hmm. deal. Just breezing through. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Literally just breezing through. And it, it doesn't matter if the combat feels good. If you're not like actively like challenged or engaged in what you're doing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It just feels pointless and boring. Like I, I most of the time play, I spent playing this game, I spent t- about twenty five hours in Lost Ark, really trying to give it a fair shot because I know so many people that really love it and are really digging it, and I'm happy for them. I'm glad that they're enjoying it, and I'm glad they've made it to the end game. And the end game's a lot of fun. Apparently, the bosses and the raids are great. That's great. But for me, I, I care more about kind of the immersive uh aspect of an mmorpg i I want to you know feel like i'm in a world i want to be able to close my eyes and i can see it you know and know how to get around and stuff like that but this just doesn't doesn't feel like shit it feels like a collection (laughs) of narrow ass maps leading from one to another going from forgettable quest giver to forgettable quest giver over and over and over the dialogue is super cringe uh it's just I I don't I don't know mm-hmm. what the fuck it sounds monotonous people. and passive and it's doesn't really seem like that would be fun. It's bad. Um, it reminds me of kind of mobile MMO RPGs. Uh-huh. So like a like the, the Lineage Two mobile game. I played that for a little while and um, it has like auto pathing and auto questing and Lost Ark doesn't have that. It doesn't have auto pathing or auto questing. It doesn't have auto combat, but it feels like it could. You know what I mean? Like, like it feels like this chunk of the game benefits nothing from having the player actually like do anything. Like, it, it, like it very easily translate to a phone or a tablet, and you could just press the, you know, fight mobs in this area for me button, and it'll do it. Mm-hmm. Um, the all the only way to level up too is by following these quests and doing the quest line. When you kill an enemy, it gives you two XP. If you're by yourself, if you're in a group with one other person, it gives you one XP. It's literally a waste of fucking time to fight stuff. It's a waste of fucking time. I don't understand why. Why make the combat feel good and then make make it reward nothing? You know, like it's just yeah. It's it's so fucking strange. I would literally rather just grind mobs all day long in that game than do any of these fucking quests. The quests are literally all click on a guy. He wants you to walk 11 steps to your left and click on another guy and then walk back to that guy again. That's that's all of them, <laughs> pretty much. And in true wow. mobile MMORPG fashion, they put these little fucking red dots all over your screen, like on every f- UI element. Like there'll be like a character tab, but it'll have like a little red dot next to it, an inventory tab, little red dot next to it, a, a social tab, little red dot next to it. Then you have to go into the, that menu, go into the sub menu that has the dot on it, clear out whatever fucking notification it is. A lot of them are like weird rewards too. So you have like an adventure log and as you're like doing things and finishing dungeons and finding collectibles, which sounds great. It sounds awesome, but they made it like the most boring and just like nothing ass. Mm-hmm way possible 
So you're like collecting these rewards and shit just to, you know, have you ever played a game where there's like a gazillion notifications on the screen and all you're doing is like clicking through oh like to clear the notifications one yeah. by one by one so that the fucking notification like thing will be gone? Yeah, it's like the reason That's I this don't game. play most like open world games because of like things on a map like I just want to get rid of and yeah, right. it's just exactly it just becomes um, like you become like a task like doer whatever like that's all you're doing you're not really immersed into the world they, like, or anything you're just working <laughs> right exactly they're doing it to to like make you feel like you're making like progress for every little thing you do but if i'm just like picking up a thing on the ground i don't want fucking six dots to sh- pop up on my ui and have to like go through all these different ugly ass looking ui elements just to get get it off my screen that right. sort of shit bothers me i i don't like notifications on anything i don't like when i have a bunch of notifications on my phone or you mm-hmm. know a bunch of unread emails i want everything to be cleared the fuck out i want everything to say zero on it and i don't want like every time i fucking take a few steps to have a bunch of shit pop up it it's awful and it over writes all of the good that like the combat is and the boss fights are because those are very fun and it is very good and i'm sure that for people that don't mind all of these really monotonous and just ugly kind of offensive systems i guess they'll have a good time with it i don't know Mm -hmm. the 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 positive is that it's a free game you know you can play it for free it doesn't cost money but uh, it's going to cost you happiness and it's going to make you fucking tired <laughs> and a lot of time. And I, don't, I just don't know why you would play this when, you, when there are so many other really good MMORPGs to play. Right. Is there like uh, any like competitive stuff in this game? Like player versus player stuff? or? Yeah, so there is PvP. And okay. um, kind of the good thing about the PvP is it is all like stat squished and there, you, you can't affect your power level by buying stuff in the cash shop for the arena style pvp like everything is leveled out to where it's just you know even playing ground for everybody that's fighting okay and that's good but here's the downside of that and this is probably one of the only things that i was really interested in doing in this game was getting into the arena style pvp because that's fun. I, I like 1v1ing people and I like 3v3s and stuff like that. But uh, this game also supports 21 by 9 um, monitors and in a isometric kind of fixed perspective game like this, being able to see the other side of the map um, because you have a 21 by 9 monitor. Mm-hmm kind of gives you a huge advantage over 16 by 9 because you literally just can, more. can like only see as yeah. far yeah exactly like this doesn't make as much of a difference i feel like in like shooter like first person shooter games and stuff like that mm-hmm. because you're in a you know different perspective you're in a 3d perspective and you can look around a little bit more but like if i can't see as far as you and that's just all there is to it and you can hit me from abilities from a spot where i can't fucking reach you or see you that sucks right and the way that they fixed this is in the in-game settings there is a like a emulated 21 by 9 perspective that you can enable so you can (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> technically used 21 by 9 on a 16 by 9 monitor, but guess what, Kobe? It looks like dog shit. It looks like That's fucking dog weird, shit like, because you don't have that. a 21 by 9 monitor. It's so fucking stupid. So like once I <laughs> discovered that, I was like, fuck this, man. Like, okay, all right. My final straw with this game was when I got to the player housing, which was kind of the only other thing I was looking forward to besides PvP was player housing and crafting, which both are just really bad and awful. But you show up to the player housing area and there's all these little things like calling you like lord and master and all this stuff and they're like oh my lord is here wow we love <laughs> our lord and it just makes me want to die i just hate it it's the fucking worst shit i've ever heard the the voice acting in this game is i get that it's probably hard to localize a game um you know during a global pandemic when well, probably people are recording at home and shit like that but like fucking hell man yeah. and a lot of a lot of times text wouldn't even match what they were like the dialogue on the screen doesn't match what the fucking voice option is like there's a point in time where uh the dialogue's like uh you're really good with that thing put down the put down your weapon or something like that and then the the fucking actual dialogue is this you are quite terrifying please put down the knife <laughs> and i'm just like what i don't even have a fucking knife what are you talking about dude i have a fucking giant ass sword and that's not even close to what it fucking said in the wow. text chat <laughs> here's one more that i clipped i don't even remember the context of this but i think it was in the same conversation with that same person and i just was like oh dude it, this just does not make me it doesn't make me hype to play this game at all it's just just listen to this shit the treasure is important but making it out alive is what truly matters make good use of that potion make good use of that potion <laughs> and we have like it's a korean mrpg so you've got like a gazillion fucking potions and most of your combat is just like if you're even a little bit low just drink one of your potions and the cooldown on the potion is like fucking not long enough to wear you are ever in danger, really. You know, you can always just keep chugging more. Mm -hmm. <sighs> it's such a disappointment, Kobe, and I put so <laughs> much like time it. into it. So and sorry the bar is just so motherfucking low. I don't... <laughs> I don't get it. I just don't get it. Anyway, that's enough of that. I, I don't want to talk about Lost Ark anymore. It <laughs> makes me too sad. Um, I do want to tell you about a game that makes me really, really, really happy, and that is Vampire Survivors. This 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 is a game made by one person. Um, looks like his his dev name is Ponkel, but I think his real name is Luca. It's just a solo project, and um, it's great. It's like a uh, it's 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 self built as a reverse bullet hell roguelite, but. I like the description on Luca's website a little bit more. Uh, it's 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 described as a roguelite in a similar vein as Archero or Archeru, which is uh, I know I've talked about it on this podcast before. It's a it's a um, mobile game where you are just controlling like a archer that you're running around with just one stick, and the attacks fire automatically on their right. own. Mm -hmm. Um. I love games that have like a very limited control screen like that. Like, you know, I love Geometry Wars, especially yeah. pacifism mode. <laughs> Seventh in the world, baby. <laughs> and um, Vampire Survivors has played kind of like pacifism mode using only movement. Um, so you're either using like WASD or you can use the mouse to kind of lead them around or 
a control stick too. I, I've gone back and forth between playing on my Xbox One controller and just using WASD. But uh, your auto attacks, your attacks kind of fire off on their own. So, and you just control um, the movement and around the the area and stuff. Okay. Right, movement around the area. the The first stage is uh, just like an open field, so it's just like um, like you can kind of infinitely go in any direction, and it just will scroll forever, and there will be little like candles that you can destroy that drop items the same way it, it's basically it looks just like castlevania like an old castlevania mm-hmm. I like and the look it rips it. kind of yeah it, it's got a it's got a really cool look to it mm-hmm. and um it pretty much just rips all of the monsters and stuff straight out of castlevania and you are just kind of progressing through your, your goal is just to survive for 30 minutes on a stage so okay. it starts off pretty chill and there's just like bats and skeletons and stuff like that coming at you. And um, if you're playing as Antonio, the first guy, he starts off with a whip. So the whip just kind of fires one attack directly ahead of it. It's like a whip motion. You know, you know what a whip looks like. Yeah, I've seen, and, I've seen Indiana um, Jones. <laughs> yeah, it's just like that. But uh, you're, you know, you're just timing it to where you hit these mobs, and when they die, they drop gems that function as kind of like an XP. And you pick those up and fill up your XP bar and level up. And every time you level up, your access, your granted access to like a um, selection of either new items or weapons or upgrades for current weapons that you have. So it'll be like three choices. You get like you could do whip level two, which is you know where you shoot two projectiles with your whip. So you got you know one. Your whip is now firing off ahead of you and behind you. Or there'd be like, you know, you could get a new weapon, like a an axe or a Bible or garlic is even a weapon. I, I use the garlic a fuck ton of times because it creates like a little stink aura around you and you can kind of, you know, get more space <laughs> from your enemies that right. way because they don't want to get close to you. And um, it also does damage. But the real depth of it comes from combining the items with their respective like passive items that go with them. So like the whip, um, when you have the hollow heart item, which is gives you uh, 10% max HP, it turns your whip into a something called the bloody tear, which is just like an upgraded whip at level eight. And it does crit damage and life steal. So you're, you're like combining these items together to make better items and just trying to survive swarms of enemies for literally 30 minutes. And different things will happen on, on different timers. So like, you know, at like five minutes, that's when like the first like boss boss spawns and there'll be like a circle of plants around you and you got to like kill this thing within the circle or try to get your, get out of the circle. And, um, they drop chests that drop items and it's just, it's, it's very simple and Mm -hmm. it, it looks, I I think people are like, what the fuck is this? This looks so boring, but it Once looks like the opposite it, of boring. Like it looks super hectic. Like that would be something fun to deal it's with. So it 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 can be so chill though. Also, okay. it's like it is a really nice balance. I, I I love games like this where it's just kind of I don't think simple is the right word, but um, it just it starts off very approachable and can get very out of hand. 
and I I dig the pace of it a lot. It's almost. It's um, kind of like. Um, sorry, go ahead. No, no, you go ahead. Okay. Um, it reminds me, it are very different games, but it the way you're describing it also reminds me of the way I like Call of Duty Zombies because I've talked about that here on this podcast before, and how much I like yeah. like the wave based stuff. And that reminds me a yeah, lot of it, definitely. like the way you're describing it, and like it can be like very simple at first, then it just as it moves on, it can get a little hectic and like just constant enemies you have to deal with, and it. Right. Comes like a, you like a understand at a, at, a, at a point um, until it's not, right. and like that's when you die. <laughs> Usually, <laughs> exactly. Which is it exactly. can be fun to to deal with that. It's fun to try to like ramp up your power alongside what's happening too. You know, like just like oh fuck, I really need this item, or I need this upgrade to drop, or I'm fucked here because the next five minutes are going to get really crazy. Um, it's kind of all of the good stuff about Archeru, but without any of that mobile game ass free to play shit. So right. the, it's just it it costs three bucks on Steam. It's wow. constantly being updated with new content and new achievements. Mm-hmm. I am in the middle of getting the last achievement I'm missing right now because they added two new characters to the game. Is it early access? Um, it's like a pan- yeah, it's early access. Okay. It came out in early access in um, December of 2021. So wow, this blew up. It came out last year, but. Yeah, it's really blown up. I, I, a, lot, a lot of like uh, Twitch streamers and stuff like that are playing it. So I think this guy's had a ton of good success with That's this awesome. game. And I don't think he necessarily meant to. But um, this is definitely going to be in my like <laughs> game of the year next year. <laughs> Once we come back to this. Like, okay, yeah. I have played so much of this game and really just loved it. It'll be, it'll be cool to see how it is at the end of the year when there's uh, more stuff to to play through and i'm impressed about. at the rate just the rate of which he's adding content now it's like dude i had all the achievements like four days ago and then i i got on yesterday for the first time in a while and i was like oh shit there's four more achievements i don't have and two new characters and like new items and new modifiers and it's great love nice. it good to hear so something small like that taken off and everything i yeah. hope the the dev is doing okay with that too hopefully it's not too much <laughs> yeah yeah I, I hope so I, I think it's mostly just been positive feedback i don't ever see anybody like vampire survivors fucking suck you know like right on, on steam right now it has 98 percent positive out of forty-two thousand nine hundred ninety-five reviews so crazy nice well um shall we go into a break and we'll come back with our or my picks the rest yeah, of the episode. let's do it. Cool. For the soundtrack pick this week, we have Rise Up, Dead Man, Hell Half No Fury version by Port Sulfur Band for the game Hunt Showdown. We'll be back.
Hello, we are back. Hello. Hope you liked the soundtrack pick because it's uh, from one of the games I'm talking about this time around. Hunt Showdown. It's from Crytek and it's uh, it's been out since 2018. It's been a while now. Wow, I didn't realize it had mm -hmm. been out for so long. Yeah, early release around that time and I think it officially came out in 2019 or 2020 can't remember but it's a uh it's a first person shooter set in like late 1800s late 1800s louisiana bayou setting so like the gulf coast type of setting and it's a sort of battle royale uh multiplayer game kind of it's like it doesn't have like the traditional like gas like swarming in or anything like that or anything of the sort like that that tries to bring players in um but there's lots of enemies on the field that you have to deal with too um aside from the players so it's a mix between pvp and pv um it's an inter interesting gameplay loop that i find uh really enticing and addicting at times i don't really know if fun. i've played anything like it to be honest yeah. like with that format yeah it's definitely definitely unique especially in that that genre of of a battle royale and i think it brings like a lot to offer in the genre and hopefully others can take some notes of it from it and kind of spin out different types of gameplay stuff but for this game it's uh it also has permadeath in it, which is another factor that uh, really plays in quite nicely the setup of everything because it just offers so much tension to your character. So if your character that you're using, you level up and you die in the, the matches and permadeath is there, you they just die and you lose reward and the progress for that character and you have to restart. So it's a high risk and high reward like at all times throughout the games. And I think that's one of the main reasons that is like bringing me back to play the game is that that tension. Oh yeah. I, I when, when I realized how the permadeath worked <laughs> the first time we yeah. played together, like it just is, it feels so good to um, permanently die somebody else, you know? Right. And like take that away from just them. <laughs> take their character away. I love it. Right. And I like, I like that permadeath. It should be in more games. Like, it has that nice uh, touch to it that, like, in a roguelike or a Souls-like game, where if you like die in a run, it, it, it's an, a good, good stopping point for that play session, and you can like move on. Like, I don't feel right. like I have to like really do more than that in a single single go. So it's it's nice to have some breaks here and there. It also doesn't feel like too punish punishingly like devastating either losing a character, you know, you just it's not yeah. the end of the world. Yeah, it really only losing your equipment that you're using for that character and like the bonus experience points that you would have if you retired them at level 25, I think, out of 50. So, you're not losing too much, but it's definitely still a good incentive to keep up keep on leveling up that character so you can get those bonuses but you're never without a character too 
Um, you can always buy a, a free or buy another character or get one of the free ones that you always have access to. So you're never without a character to play with. So that's good. I, that was like my first concern when we started yeah. playing together was can I just like you're asking like you're just myself never, like, out of playing this game? Yeah. <laughs> I just can't play anymore today. Sorry. Play. <laughs> but no. My characters Fortunately are not. And the uh the gunplay in this game, I'm not like good at it, but it's set in the late teen late the late eighteen hundreds, so the guns aren't like all of them aren't like automatic or anything and a lot of them only have one bullet in a chamber so you have to like really make your shots count every time you use them or you'll you'll just die from uh the other player yeah the time to kill is so short you just i remember shooting at a guy in a window that we were both running from and being like i hit him and then he hit me and i was just dead <laughs> i was like oh okay right. yeah it's so tense and usually just it's better to like opt in for something melee related. Um, it's, it's a little bit more accurate, but again, you have to get up close. So it's just, it's always high risk in this game. Always. And very tense. Um, satisfying to pull off kills, but it's, it's a bummer if you, you get killed. Um, also, a big part to this game is the atmosphere. Very immersive sound design helps out with this. Footsteps in a oh, distance, yeah. dogs barking, uh, meleeing the zombies around the, the map, all the gunshots you hear off in a distance, they all like factor into navigating how you play the match because like everything can be heard. Uh, the so glass really crunching beneath your feet. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So good. Yeah, it, it definitely helps keep you on edge as well. If you hear like footsteps coming at you or anything, really, <laughs> it's, it's been right. like seeping into my the real world for me. Where if I hear like a crow or a bird in the back, <laughs> I feel like there's someone coming for me or something. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just out on the walk. <laughs> so, like, oh, uh, footsteps behind me, you like yeah. duck behind a house or something real quick and look right. around. Yeah, it's a, uh, it can be unsettling, unsettling, but, um, also, getting back to the whole Louisiana Bayou and uh, atmosphere of the game, it's set in that Southern America type of setting, so it's it's like it it feels muggy and damp as you like go across these swamps and everything, and it uh, I feel like it, it nails the tone pretty uh, pretty well, uh, especially living this in like, a the game Gulf that Coast would really area. benefit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It feels very familiar, mm -hmm, and right. um, it would really benefit from like a we we need like a we need four D in video games, you know, like a little yeah. like a, like a smell or like feel like sprayer that goes mm -hmm. along with it. Just makes your room like really humid and like mm -hmm. sticky, and maybe like <laughs> mosquitoes. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Slapping mosquitoes off of my neck while I'm playing. Yeah, like oh, what yeah. the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> I just honestly, I can just play this outside, but that would do it. <laughs> yes. Wait, is it on the Switch? That's perfect. Oh my god, that could be crazy if it's on the Switch. I don't think it's on the Switch. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't know though. But, but I yeah, think so. I think it nails that Gulf Coast feel really well, um, and adds a lot to that that atmosphere. Um. Also, really, really cool music, as noted from earlier through the 
at, at the break soundtrack pick. So good. Yeah, it has it's very like dark, bluesy, gospely feel that it, it, it's really cool. And it's apparently like made by the the in-house audio department team. So it's made by oh, wow. Crytek themselves, the people that's behind cool. audio. Um, I think that's one of the reasons it feels so like inseparable from the game. Uh, really adds a lot of cohesion. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I really like this game. I spent about 40 hours into it so far, and I'm liking it. It's like one of those games I'll just keep on playing every once in a while as it goes on, and they're continually updating it and everything. Really good. The, bo- the, the bosses and stuff like that are really interesting, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The, the spider fucked our shit up. Oh, yeah. There's a spider. There's, like... Big big pig man, um, you have to go after. Lots of uh, cool it's enemies. It makes to... it different, so different than any other sort of battle royale too. Is like y- you can kind of get through a whole match and never see another person, and successfully like extract with the with the, with the stuff or whatever. Yeah, you can just like go into a game and get like some equipment and like dip, and that's all you do. And you'll get some XP. Uh, and you'll live to die another day, I think it says. Um, right. So the yeah, idea cool. of like weighing uh, kind of risk versus reward in that regard, too, is so interesting. And I don't think I've ever played anything else that has that. Yeah, it's refreshing. Not that persists the way that this game does. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a cool game. Yeah. Highly recommend. Um. Moving on, I also have been playing Aliens Fireteam Elite. Uh, I've been playing it on my Xbox Series S and through Game Pass. It's a third-person co-op action game set in the Alien franchise where you play as a Marine and you're clearing out hordes of Xenomorphs. So it, can get, it, it has a lot of inspiration from like Left 4 Dead or Vermintide, those type of games, so it can get kind of hectic with all the enemies coming in and coming at you uh it can it can get pretty fun too like it's it's uh has a nice challenge to it especially if you're playing with a friend is it is it in teams of four the same way like a left 4 dead is it's uh teams of three Um, up to three i think so yeah i've only been i've been playing with one other person and one of the bots so i haven't had like a full party but it's fun to play with a friend and it, it's one of those games that i don't think i would have played if it weren't on game pass because just yeah something i, I don't really seek really, out that really much anymore from being on game pass yeah so if you have it on game pass i i'd recommend just trying it out especially if someone else has it and it's a nice thing to get into for a weekend or so i haven't finished a story or anything like that yet um getting close but after are that, there, yeah. I'm sorry. Are, are there are there special alien types like like how you've got like the fucking spitter and smoker and stuff like that? Yeah, yeah. I think there is a spitter alien in this game, and uh, some like ones that blow up on you, and some like larger. Is uh, there a big fat alien? Ones? I don't think so. <laughs> Not that I've come across yet. <laughs> but there's some. Um, there's some some big ones out there that uh, can really ruin your run. That's for sure. 
Um, there's also some androids as well. Ooh. Um, I haven't really been paying attention to the story at all. Um, but the art direction itself is like, if you like Alien, uh, Alien franchise, it's, it's, it's nice to look at. And it has a lot of inspiration from those movies and uh, comics or whatever. It's, uh, it's good. Um, after that, like after the campaign, I think you unlock some horde wave-based stuff. So I'm looking forward to that as well. So I like that type of game. I think I've discovered in the way that you discovered that you like stealth games. I actually do <laughs> like like horde wave-based games. I'm pretty sure I've said several times on this podcast, I don't like wave-based games. Yeah. And here I am like talking about, <laughs> talking about vampire survivors. And I'm like, it's the greatest fucking thing ever. Mm-hmm. But yeah, now I'm like wanting to play all the horde-based survival type shit like that. Yeah, this podcast is just us realizing we like the games we didn't like for the longest <laughs> yes. time. Um, speaking yeah. of stealth games, Hunt Showdown is definitely a stealth game. <laughs> oh, sure. absolutely. It's Hunt Showdown multiplayer game. It's a, I mean, stealth game. But uh, yeah, getting back to Aliens, um, I'm also just happy that there's another alien game that's doing relatively well because I feel like the franchise doesn't really have a good record when it comes to video games. Absolutely um, not. So it's uh, it's you nice. played Alien Isolation, didn't you? Yeah, I played it. Too long. I think we talked about it on the podcast yeah. too. Too long. Way too long. But cool idea. Yeah. Kind of cool vibe. Mm-hmm. So yeah, this is a, a plus for me and the video game franchise for aliens recommend if you have game pass is, is there any hiding in this game do you ever have to hide no it's just or is it basically shoot just... them up it's always shooting <laughs> gotcha but it was good equipment that you can use for like turrets and uh med med equipment stuff i've only been really playing guys like a uh, an engineer type of class so it's cool to have the variety of classes that you can set up with your party that is neat but yeah, Aliens. Good game. Uh, moving on, we have It Takes Two from Hazelight Studios. This is also in Game Pass. If you have Ultimate on, with the includes the EA stuff, EA games. It's a third-person co-op platformer. I think platformer. PC Game Pass includes EA. Oh, okay. That's good. No, that, that's why they made it five more dollars. <laughs> and right. I was like, oh, that's funny because EA, uh, they're like, it, it comes with it. Also, we're increasing the price. <laughs> but I'm sorry. Classic. Yeah, go, go, you go ahead. <laughs> it takes two. It's a uh, third person co op platformer puzzle game where you're playing as parents, uh, May and Cody of a child, and kind of just work through their relationship problems through the story and its uh, mini games. Released last year, and when game of the year at the video game awards last year but yeah I you just, played this game right or some of it i did yeah i uh i stopped i haven't played since um i got to like the you know when when uh the book rips up that piece of paper and you got to get back the, the pieces of it or oh, whatever yeah it's like the halfway point <laughs> that's the fucking halfway point yeah <laughs> jesus christ man this game is all right contrasting with unpacking a game that like gets in and out and does its thing like this game Mm -hmm. 
is too motherfucking long. It's too long. Yeah, for sure. It's like ideally just I wish this game was like six to eight hours. Maybe six at most, honestly. But it like came out to around eleven hours for me. I've I've definitely put more than fucking eleven hours in this game for sure. <laughs> I, I don't know where I'm at, but I've I Yeah. Yeah. It's a. it's overall uh, I found it fun. I, I did finish the story. I found it fun to play, especially with a friend. And did did you through. find ripping the elephant's ears off fun? Yes, it's in my notes as a traumatic it. moment. <laughs> <laughs> it's awful. This game is too violent for the story. It's, too it's like you're the, in the this first half, you're constantly game. just murdering everything in sight. Like the characters are like referring to killing things and everything, and it's just a little sucking much. the eyeballs out of the fucking vacuum right with its own little Mm -hmm. sucker thing like fuck man and it would be like it would be like i would predict predict this violence you know i'd be like i bet we're gonna suck its eyes out and then like we end up sucking its fucking eyes out and i'm like what the fuck like no it should not be it should not be like this (laughs) it's too much and then once you reach that halfway point where the murdering kind of ceases for a bit it like it starts like opening up these characters and you're supposed to like feel for their relationship and like how they've grown apart. But the whole time after that, that halfway point, you're like, these are murderers. These are like, yeah, I can't trust these. Like the kids should just run away. Like, yeah, at this point. the kid needs to be picked up and taken away. Yeah. I, I didn't find Cody or May to be likable at all. Yeah. I, I honestly didn't find any character in this game to be likable at all. I, I couldn't stand a, a, a single bit of of it i hated the fucking dialogue Mm -hmm. i thought it was largely just worse than a way out and honestly i think a way out is more of a less fucked up storyline yeah than it takes to is yeah i I agree although i think somehow this uh it takes to has a has a better third act compared to a way out Um, that third act was really bad (laughs) so it's not much like much better but it's better i'll say that and this game does have a lot of mini games so there's there is that and this game i feel like this game is fun to play i'll say that but the story just like does not go well it does not fit well with the the stuff you're doing it just it's not likable in a sense that like like you said the characters aren't likable right the the game does feel fun to play like the the mechanics of the platforming and all that it it feels good yeah it's just like i kind of got sick of the formula of like i do this you do this for every fucking section and there's just too many of them and they Mm -hmm. they like go on for too long that like every time i got to a new place and discovered that oh i'm the one that holds this while you jump across this or i do this while you do this i just got fucking tired of it kind of yeah, it got pretty repetitious with that. It's formula, like you said. Um, and if it was shorter, it, it might would have been um, Oh, if it, if it was shorter and less of a horrific, fucked up story, <laughs> I think I would really dig it. Yeah. Also, sometimes divorce is the answer. Like, <laughs> right. I'm sorry. Sometimes people just shouldn't be together. Like, 
we shouldn't reinforce this narrative that like mm-hmm. people need to stay together for whatever. F- like maybe these murdering ass motherfuckers do need to stay together, but in most cases, like I don't know. It's just it, the whole thing rubs me the wrong way. Yeah, yeah. It definitely could have gone about its gone about its uh themes and characters and all the story elements a lot better. <laughs> all of the story. Yeah. Um, I got the game I, I stuff I right, it, but you know, yeah, the feel of it desired. feels good. Platforming is good. I, I I did have a lot of fun moments with mm-hmm. it too. You know, it, it's not all bad. Yeah, and it, those those mini games still have like that, the nice like button mashing stuff that you and I uh, had a lot of fun with in a way out. <laughs> like there's some good moments I've had with that uh, in here. Yeah. The, the tug of war shit is like honestly one of my or arm wrestling in a way out was one of my all time favorite moments like that we've ever had playing a game together. Yeah, it's just I just, so I just love that we were both cheating at that point. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> both using two inputs. <laughs> yeah, definitely one of my favorite moments that we've had. Oh, I, I, I really didn't like the mini games in this as much as I did a way out either. Yeah, there's a lot more misses than hits in this, for sure. Right. But there's just a couple of good ones. And the fact that you can play a chess game, like, in in the, the game, it's it's, it's kind of cool. Like, from start True. to finish. But... I don't know that I found chess. It's, like, closer honest. to the end, so... Is it? Okay. Yeah. Makes sense. But, yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's okay. It's an okay game. It's okay. But yeah. Yeah, those those have been my, my games that I played since uh our last episode that wanted to talk talk about. Man, we've we've played some games. We have. All games played some no games. breaks. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um anything else you cool. like to mention? Any other side games that you've I'm like here and there trying to decide if I, if I should get to the end game in lost Ark so I can kind of do like a, I did, I did it just because fuck you. And I I don't like to be the person that says I don't like something without really giving it. I mean, I I think 25 hours is enough time to to play something to be able to say with authority that this fucking sucks. But I also kind of want to experience what they tout as their best content right just so i can say like i've experienced the whole thing and it still fucking sucks (laughs) fuck you have a definitive opinion about it exactly yeah Um, Yeah, it's always tough with those type of games that it's just so much of a time time. sink man yeah but then like it's already it's like that sunken cost fallacy where like I've already put 25 hours into it. What's 10 more hours. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think it'd take more than 10 more hours to get to like mm-hmm. the actual end game, but I just don't want to do it. Um, mm-hmm. I've been playing a, uh, one of, one of the WarioWare games on the, Ooh. on the DS lately. That's kind of the only thing I've been toying with on the side. And I don't think I've played I, a I WarioWare love, game since games. the Wii or no, maybe Maybe it was all the way... No, I think it was the Wii. Yeah. Whatever was on the Wii. But I had a lot of fun. I think this one is... I don't even know what this one's called. Whatever the one on the DS is called. 
if they maybe it's Mega Micro Games. If they ported it, I don't know. It's very good. I love the I love like quick yeah <laughs> mini games, just the chaos of it all, and it's very nice. What about you? Um, I'm trying to play it through Gears Five finally. <laughs> Back Ooh. on my Gears of War. Uh, what? Didn't we try Gears Five together, and and my computer just like ate shit or something like that? <laughs> yeah. Something horrific happened. Yeah, I think it was something like that. Um, it's a it's a pretty looking game. That's for sure. That epic uh or Unreal Engine. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm having good. fun with it. It's nice to get back nice to that shiny. world. Um, it's been a long time. Yeah, but, but before checking out Gears of War, like, well, I really didn't have a whole lot of knowledge of it before we started this podcast, but I had no idea that game had so much personality. Yeah. Yeah, it's not all like, just uh, big people with chainsaw guns <laughs> running at each other, shredding yeah. things up in their, in their path. Um, there's some, there's some good that's moments so cool. in it. That's um, awesome. Other than that, I've also played some Windjammers 2. Uh, very good yeah it's it's a lot of fun it's something that i could definitely get more into if only we then like we gotta play yeah if only the online stuff were a little bit more better. yeah i haven't tried it since since day one but it, it was not working for me at all that day like every match i played was over 200 ping and that's mm-hmm. just not possible for a game that requires the most like pinpoint mm-hmm. precision and timing with especially with all these new moves and shit you know yeah it can get it can get wild and if you're just like facing someone who's teleporting all over the place it, that that network issues does not help for sure yeah. um it works mostly fine with me but when it didn't work it was like all right i'm done with this game <laughs> right for a while it's at a least too frustrating but uh yeah i would love to to play some more and get more into it i was getting into a good groove with it playing it um but yeah yeah those have been my my games good deal what do you say we uh we end this one let's do it you are quite oh, that, terrifying that's not the right button i'm sorry <laughs> please put down the knife <laughs> Okay, up without a knife. Anyway, um... The treasure is important, oh, but... Oh, no. Nope. <laughs> I hope you keep this in. <laughs> Fuck. Oh my god, I'm, I'm just gonna... I'm gonna layer it over it later. Thank you for listening to this episode of When We Got Older. If you'd like to send us any questions or game recommendations, you can reach us at agopodcast at gmail.com. That's A-W-G-O podcast at gmail.com. Our intro and outro music is And We Got Older by Jim Guthrie. I'm Andrew Evans. I'm Kobe McGraw. Until next time.